From the blue-green waters of Claytor Lake to the hiking trails of the NRV, AM HodgePodge is on the air. Here are your hosts, Keith Weldons and Mark Tapp. All right, New River Valley, this is Mark Tab with Keith Weltons, and you're listening to AM Hodgepodge. Yeah, good morning. Good These, morning. Periodically, I get this seat, and it's always my favorite. You almost... <laughs> yeah, yeah. You almost always get that seat. This, you just happen to be uh, pushed a little bit farther. I prefer to, to the see right. the back of the monitor versus as you. As opposed to my face. Mm-hmm. It's your face that's the problem. It makes it a little harder, though. From a timing standpoint, I can't tell when your your mouth is going to stop moving. Okay, see, see now I can. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a low blow there. It was a little, yeah, it was a little edgy. It was. It was like we spent a lot of time together this late week. <laughs> I was saying earlier. I mean, how just age. I felt it this week, man. With that travel, we traveled all the way to Richmond in the morning. By the way, I advocated for leaving after work and staying the night and then driving back the next day. Yeah. But no. No, no, no. We had to pretend that it was no big deal. We drove all the way up to Richmond, then sat for six hours. Yep. And then drove back. Yep. So six hours in the car and six hours in the classroom. Yeah. Yep. It made for a little bit. And we weren't allowed to take any uh, rest stops to go to the bathroom. That's not true. Not just not as many as you wanted to. That that part actually is kind true. Kind of a sensitive bladder. Well, I mean, I do drink. If I travel, I mean, I don't stop drinking because I'm in the automobile. Yeah, I'm not trying to like. You have to. You just have to sort of plan ahead. This isn't freaking Smokey and the Bandits, dude. And I'm like <laughs> trying to make time. No, well, I did that growing we did up. Did actually? I did that know, growing up with my dad, and I didn't enjoy it. We did start a half hour late. And we got there on time. Yeah, I know. There is something to be said about making time. You're correct. Exactly right. So are we going to make good time on the show today? I believe we will. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, welcome, everybody. This is Keith Weltons. That's Mark Tapp. You're listening to AM Hodgepodge. If you've listened before, I guess thanks for listening again. Hopefully we'll do a better job or as good as you hope. If you haven't listened before, this is a show for and about the New River Valley. We bring on guests, and we've got some today. Our first segment, we talk about beer. And I do have a ball over beer All right. segment. Some of the folks in the studio today, they said they don't have time for sports, but they might actually be able to get these. This might be, this might be something that fits within their, at least the ability to guess to guess so i'm looking forward to that what can i ask what what sport this is going to focus on sports oh it's going to be multiple sports Mm -hmm. like i I like sports yeah type thing it's like your brother says no i tell him i tell him that your brother says i'm pretty good i say that that's my thing i tell him yeah every time i do something like really good something's impressed i'm like well that's because i'm just really good at sports all of them yeah they hate that. It sounds like you. 
They hate that when you tell them that. <laughs> yeah. So you've got some beer. It uh, looks like you got some beer news there. Uh, a little bit. Okay. So um, occasionally you'll find yourself at a party or something and you're maybe mixing drinks. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe maybe bourbon will come up. Come up, sure. And but you're drinking a few beers instead, yeah. Like or, or in addition to, sure. And Is this the beer before liquor y- and all that y- question? Y- yeah. Do you remember what that saying is? Beer, uh, beer before liquor, never sicker. Liquor before beer, never fear. Okay. I always thought it was that you're in the clear. Yeah. Never uh, fear. There's, in the clear. there's, Same yeah, thing. there's a couple of different iterations of that. It could be regional. Do you believe it? I do, actually. Okay. Well, there's a study out of Germany that says there's no truth to any of that. Well, so it's just a matter of content. It's like how many of them. So, is it the sugar content that's causing the problem? Well, so let me ask you this: when when you sort of say that in your head before you grab the bourbon after after you've had a few beers, Mm -hmm. are you thinking about the hangover or are you thinking about the toilet. Oh, the hangover. Okay. Yeah, I don't drink to the to where I'm the I'm visiting the toilet with my face. Right. No. Hmm. No way, Jose. Okay. So this is this is about the hangover. This oh. study is about the hangover. And okay. They say they studied. It's kind of interesting that they choose chose these two groups, but I believe they studied ninety individuals in two separate groups. One was 19 years old, and one was a group of 40-year-olds. Okay. And they they found that there was – and they, they took their alcohol level. They did two different studies. One was at 0.05 blood alcohol, and one was at 0.11. Now, I suspect our guest, J.D., would actually know what 0.05 and 0.11 means to an individual. Something like that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like if if I was – pulled over at point one one am i going to fail the sobriety test yes you're definitely about 100 <laughs> out of 100 yeah yeah, yeah. Like it depends not, on how much you drink normally yeah yeah at point oh five would i fail it or do i have a pretty good chance of you got a pretty good chance through? yeah okay yeah. so at point one one i'm pretty hammered then i'm i'm guessing that's when maybe you'll actually dance with the sheriff yeah on the side of the yeah. road yeah definitely You'll ask to be tased in order to stay awake. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, they did the study. They they showed there is no no difference if you you know have beer with wine, bourbon before beer, or just beer, just beer. It's all the same. Just bourbon. It's all the same. Yeah. It's just all alcohol. Yeah. Now, Now I always thought if you had. Beer before liquor, never sicker. Mm-hmm. So that seems to me like it would be the face in the toilet version. Mm-hmm. I always figured, you know, if you had four beers and then you had a couple of shots, the shots hit you so fast yes. that, you, that, that you just didn't plan for that. Well, right. I agree with that. Okay. I agree with that. So the good, I think good the takeaway is just don't drink too much. Yeah. yeah. Avoid that. Pretty safe bet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you could like remember something like if that was going to be a tattoo on your right uh, hand, 
They would say that. Don't drink too much. Don't drink too much. So you would take it that far? No. Okay. Are we going to do this? You want to you just jump right I have, into it? I have got some stuff, man. It's better than this. Let's do it. Ball over beer. All right. All right. You ready? Yeah. All right. So here's a question. Everyone here can answer this if they'd like. So this is a question about how much uh, beer is consumed at sporting events before and after and during and what percentages of the people are partaking. So here's an easy one I'm going to give you. You ready? Mm -hmm. According to a report done by the University of Minnesota conducting the conducted 13 major league baseball games and three NFL games 48% of all legal fans drank beer. Okay. Okay. Is there a question in there? No. I'm just giving you one. Just giving us some background? Correct. Okay. So of the 48% people there, how many people did they observe drinking pregame? Wow. Any guess? Is this a percentage? Percentage. Percentage. Um, 13 games, 13 Major League Baseball games, and three NFL games. They used actually really good study how to do this. They set up cameras. They had people throughout the lots. I mean, they actually did They did some studies. You know, there's cameras. You can, you yeah. can track people. So I'm going to say, being that they used baseball, too. It's NFL and Major League Baseball. Yeah. Totally different than college. I would assume the college, no one wants to know that answer. I could be I could be totally wrong here, but I don't think people tailgate as much with baseball as they do with. Huh. So football. give it to me. What is it then? So I'm going to say fifteen percent. Ooh, what do you guys say? Oh, I think it's high. I think it's going to yeah. be like seventy-five. Yeah, seventy-five percent. Minimum seventy-five. I was probably eighty-five or ninety. Okay, it's eighteen. Really? Yeah. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Particularly since that. those those sports, those beers and stuff in there are ten dollars. Yeah. Right. So you would think. Back to you know a shot or whatever you yeah. would think at least something, but the the term uh, uh, tailgate pregame, yeah, only eighteen percent. That's crazy. That's crazy. It's a very low number. All right, you ready? Yeah. Of a full NFL game, they did twelve of them. What number is the average number of fans which are completely intoxicated on the way out? Give me a number. This is NFL only? NFL. Okay. So if there's 65,000 fans, you know, that's about what the average, I guess, NFL stadium fits, somewhere in that range. So you want a number or a percentage? A number. Okay. The average number that are completely intoxicated. intoxicated. 0.11 blood alcohol. Now, what's important to remember is only 18% uh, pre-gamed, right? Yeah. I feel like this is a trick question. I know. Well, potentially. <laughs> I feel like the numbers are going to lead us down a different road. Yeah. What do you think, though? I think it's high again. High? I, th- yeah. I think it's lower. I think it's on the low side. Give it to me. Yeah. So out of a number. So let's say there's 60,000 fans. What pers- what number? Now, when you say that, are you talking like they need help leaving the stadium? Yeah. According to this, it says. I like where he's going okay. with uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, you know. Yeah. Okay. It says yeah. here, they left the game drunk. The game came individually and they left with two other people on each side yeah well go with like 75 to 100 people 75 to 100 yeah those beers are expensive Mm -hmm. yeah i'm gonna say 300 300 
Out of 65,000, I was thinking more in the 1,000 range. It's 5,000. Wow. wow. It's 5,000. Holy moly. Yeah. That's, that that right there should that's be... That's just NFL games. That's yeah. reason enough not to get on the road yeah. anywhere near a ball game. Yeah. So approximately 1 in 12 at every game is completely intoxicated. That's a lot. Do you know what the highest propensity of all sporting events to have someone completely intoxicated is? Say that again. Of all sports, there's one game, and it's not the Super Bowl. One, okay, but there's one game, game. I'm going to say hockey. Recurring game that everyone, it's Monday Night Football. Really? was the highest, huh. nearly 20%. Those are the people that are tailgating. Twenty percent of the of the uh, people in the stadium are drunk. They leave hammered. Yes. Wow. And that that makes sense because I would I would assume if that game is going to start at eight o'clock or nine o'clock, those people are getting there at yeah. five. They've been drinking a lot. Yeah. So you can see that's the highest. Um, that that would make makes to me that would make sense. I'll and I think that that's why you don't want to do a college study because you might come up with this very similar high numbers yeah. uh, because of, all, of the large tailgate. You know, when there's an 8 o'clock game, everyone starts at 2.30, 3 in the afternoon. What's really shocking about that number mm-hmm. is that you only get about three videos a year of two fans beating each other's faces. Now. Yeah, well, I'll go on. Here, here's, here's the biggest, I think, takeaway on all of this is that um, – they're observing this, but I would assume law enforcement, the ticket takers, everyone else is observing it. But I rarely, as someone who does go to those games, I rarely notice that, like, I'll see five people and they're all that way. And they're, like, in a group. Typically, you see somebody who is, like, I'm going to drive home or whatever. It has to be. Otherwise, the numbers would just be outrageous on drunk driving. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, I'm yeah, curious, yeah. J.D., I know you're former law enforcement. Uh, when you knew there was a basketball game or something like that in town, was was there a sort of understanding, let's, let's let sleeping dogs lie? Or was there like, hey, this is kind of where we need to be to make sure we get everybody off the road? Yeah, you definitely take it into account. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're in the area and you're watching for those things, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, keeping everybody safe in the in the general vicinity. Yeah, absolutely. All right, that was good, Keith. Thank you. You're welcome. Took three weeks, but it was pretty good. Nice, nice. <laughs> yeah. Once again, I'm enjoying my spot over here. All right, everybody, stick with us. When we come back, we're going to bring in our guests. You're listening to AM Hodgepodge. <laughs> 